about Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know That was great sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven Myself Prestige with Unfortunately he's not here but he's here in spirit His name is Easy Blues Long Island Rain's Elm City Made And this is behind the brand Our guest today has been definitely a very musical um He's been around for a long time. His, his name is King Rocky, producer, filmmaker, rapper, all-around entertainer, and honestly, the, the best is yet to come. <laughs> can you agree, King Rocky? Yeah, I can agree, man. Appreciate <laughs> you having me here, man. No doubt, man. How you been? It's been a long time. Um, man, you know, life, man. Uh, Understand. Care, you know, family and stuff like that. I went back into tapping into the studio life. Uh, usually I had everything at home. And then before that, I used to run, uh, I used to do the engineering thing. So now I'm pretty much back full-fledged doing a couple things more extra now. Like, you know, mm -hmm. obviously the videos and stuff like that have been keeping me busy. So, yeah. Of course. Um, last time I talked to you, you weren't even a father. How has everything changed now since you're raising a little girl? Well, you know, that's the thing, you know, responsibilities getting tightened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything tighten up. That's all. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't complain. She, she, she's got me on a good foot. So, you know, this is a, definitely a great ride right now for me and my little daughter and stuff. Family's doing great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now for the people who do not know you, um, why why did you get into music? Uh pretty much family. Everybody was just uh, like, you know, I obviously like Pron and DJ Prime and stuff like that. They had an era where they were doing music as well. Right. I used to be the little kid in the sessions and stuff like that, watching my brother engineer sessions and I'm playing the game gear and stuff like that. Only little small memories I kind of remember when I was that little. But yeah, like it kind of evolved into me making beats and production, seeing other people uh, do certain things. And I'm, oh, I like that too. But right. Also, I come from the era where, uh, like, like, like I said, my brothers and them, he, he was heavy NPC guy. So, like, I, I kind of went that route. I didn't get into the software type beats yet until, like, after all of that. Mm. So, like, when I met Kron, and pretty much not even when I met Kron, when I started, like, dealing with Kron, because, like, my family was just, like, all-oriented when it comes to, like, music. So, like, we know who's who and what's what. Mm -hmm. Like, my brother was more on the beats, and then I was literally around Kron uh, uh, recording a lot. Now, the funny part about it is literally the opposite, like, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it, I was literally at Kron's studio, and then... It was for play for play. I started getting better at making beats and stuff. So that's why I kind of stuck with it, you know? Definitely. And for those who don't know, uh, Kronzils is definitely a very uh, legendary producer in New Haven. Him and DJ Prime's been de DJing for a long time. But one fact you forgot to mention, you're related to him. Yep, that's my cousin. Yeah. DJ you know? Prime's my brother. So it's crazy. You're from this musical family. So your childhood had to be something else. Just going down to the studio, learning different things, experiencing, you know, new yeah. instruments. Yeah. I, I've been through, I've been through the, the, I've seen the conversion from ADAX to a computer. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so yeah. like, I, I'm, I'm definitely a nineties baby. Mm -hmm. 
when it comes to like the production and stuff like that, seeing like the, you know, the big hardware equipment and stuff. And right. like, as, as of right now, you know, how things got consolidated and stuff like that. But like, when you had no choice but to get the big boy stuff, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then my brother and stuff like that, he never liked to downsize. It's always right. an upgrade within downsizing. So it was like, you know, he knew what he was talking about. And I kind of stuck with it. You know what I mean? For the average person, what what are A dots? Like, what is this A-dot? equipment? Yeah, is that a musical program? Uh, 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 pretty much like a it's like a device where you record music and stuff like that. You got like mm-hmm. eight tracks, and uh, you playing one each individual and stuff like that with the volumes. And um, it's like a track board technically, all in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you take the CD or the uh, floppy disk and you pop it in somewhere else, and you can dissect the uh, track. Well, Flavio just brought me back to third well, grade. From oh, that's the crazy. Audio, yeah, yeah, but like the newer mm. age, you could dissect the track. From the uh, back in the day, they were coming in three different uh, inputs and like not three different, eight, uh, eight different inputs, and you had more control on how you wanted to move. But like this, when they got digital, <clears throat> uh, a that's kind of like mm-hmm. that digitally on the computer, and then it changed because now you have full control of like seeing the waves and stuff like that like you know of how loud the music was or certain tracks where you could turn up or down where vocals were te- technically getting like you know adding the sauce before it even touches the computer nowadays everything's on the computer yeah, you know what I mean? Playing and stuff like that but yeah i go down the line man <laughs> i definitely can go down the line who taught you how to rap uh rapping kind of kind of been a thing that I because because like that that's a tricky question because like with the talk mm-hmm. talk how to rap it, it, it evolved and changed like right. when I wasn't around like crying and stuff like that with Cronzilla um like I said I was recording a lot so the rapping part was me just watching him do it and then just now trying to do it for myself and then getting better with writing lyrics and stuff like that so when I was over there the, the teaching part was more on how to structure the bars. It was definitely crying because I was recording over there. He was hitting the hard button for me. And then before you know it, boom, I'm hitting the hard button for myself. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That type of stuff. But at that time frame, I was I was still doing beats and stuff like that. But that was right. like the, the early stages. I think like, you know, with the recording and stuff like that, things got better once I started getting more in tune on how to do things in one shot. Now, are you the type of student who's better with just seeing how people do it? You know, when it comes to performance, when it comes to rapping, when it comes to producing and just learning different types of, you know, techniques and, you know, strategies when it comes to this? Well, that's the thing with that situation. It's mm-hmm. based out of like my environment. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, whatever I seen, I kind of did my homework in the corner and stuff like that. I wasn't really like watching them, hey, what's this, what's that, what's this, what's that, like trying to take their focus off because I was a kid. I already knew what time it was when it came to big equipment and things <laughs> falling and I didn't want to be a part of that. Uh, you know what I mean? That disaster of never coming back. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I try to, you know, I, I definitely stayed in my corner and um, right. I watched I watched a lot of people do certain things and stuff like that and I took that as like, you know, inner advice to to move forward on like how I want to record music because my styles kind of started to change anyway. Like, and during my younger years, if you ever noticed, it was more united of like like 
all my friends were rappers. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And all my rappers were friends. Like, it was a blend that didn't separate, like, later on. But, you know what I mean? We all got together and, uh, like, like, figured out the rapping part. Right. But trying to be more of, like, the artistry, like, converting from knowing how to record music, now putting it out and shooting a video that's according to what we were doing in the studio. Mm -hmm. We never really apply that mindset because we were just rapping. You understand what I mean? So right. like rapping, we put words together. Yeah, you get a dope video by something random out of the out of that. But now things been more according. So like if I'm writing something, it's mm -hmm. literally like I can see myself do or I'm I'm doing. Like you get what I mean? Like I get direct sure. direct access and stuff like that. Like I, I just feel like right now, you know, at the age of 30. Pretty much my input of music is more of having fun in mm -hmm. a therapy scenario. Right. So I piled up a lot of music, you know, me making beats and trying to do production with other projects and stuff like that. To me, just rapping. To me, just rapping is a whole different ballgame. That's where the that's where like, you know, like I said with the structure part, that all came from crime. Because when I started adding beats and stuff like that. I went back to the mixing board and stuff like that so I can like actually fully try to do track outs and stuff. And that all came from me engineering later on. Mm -hmm. I can see things and I, okay, I know, okay, this this is good, that that's good, okay. Now I get to play with uh, uh, pockets and music. So, you know, it's dope though, because like I said, like with, with Kron, Kron always made his beats and stuff like that. He rapped, he's like this much on like industry beats unless he really like it like you know what i mean the guy be playing it all out and all that stuff so my brother he's an 808 guy so right. he's having frequencies and stuff like that before the 808s changed into like the trap stuff so d was kind of like hip-hop boom bap but ahead of his time with the 808s to me so you know i kind of combined both of that i'll never be as great as uh uh on the um keyboards but definitely um I picked up some tips and tricks with that through him. Mm -hmm. And I started assigning it like digitally, sonically through pretty much on the computer. So now I know what's going on. I can see it. Like that, that's the thing with music is hard to see because certain uh, uh, certain situations, everything's more based on a feel, not mm -hmm. location. So, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's based it's, on a vibe. Yeah, it's based on a based vibe on, than mm -hmm. a location. So, yeah. And usually yeah. the vibe has the location, but nobody's caring about that anymore. Uh, like, it's straight to the point. So, like, that's why you have, like, uh, like the newer age artists and stuff like that pull the camera out and start shooting videos. It's because mm -hmm. that is their era. Back in the day, technically in 2011, the blend from being a rapper to try, trying to convert to being an artist slash producer. Because remember, I was on the engineer tip. Mm -hmm. all of that right there those three elements um they they kind of like go side by side because i come from the backpack era the backpack rap era where the studio was always in my backpack you know what i mean so when i used to go to uh crown studio that's pretty much all of that like literally like i got everything in the backpack i'm learning stuff i'm in the corner calculating and keeping moving you know it's so crazy that you say 2011's back in the day. I feel like that was yesterday. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's That's totally insane. Like, 
I officially feel more mature than I usually like. I, it's not even that I'm old thing. It's more like wow, I'm I'm really like okay. Like, it's not that yeah. you're old. It's that that you have grown. You yeah, as like, an artist, you've grown. You know what I'm saying? Like in your career in this, it's a it's a different version of of me. You know what I mean? The things that I would thought at 25 is completely different than the way I would think right now. Mm. And, and I, the only thing that's alike is me still doing music and keeping things floating around it. You know what I mean? What are some of your favorite programs to use? Favorite programs? Yeah. Uh, A lot has recording. changed in like the 10 years. Yeah, ten, uh, recording, engineering, well, whatsoever. I've been with Logic since since the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when it was like Logic 6, something right. like that. Logic 500 or 2. My brother was like, yo, get this. And I'm like, yo, I want Pro Tools. And he's like, uh, Pro Tools going to go out of style, but it's not. It's just going to stay in big studios. Get this, because you have more conversions of, like, making beats and rapping over it and actually having the dolls hooked up to the to the uh, right interface doing certain things where you can make your, your, your studio sound like a million-dollar studio <laughs> with, like, everything cut in half. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, um, like, with... with Pretty much sound right now is my my thing. Like I'm a pirate. Okay. I, I like nah, sound. I see. I definitely see, and I see when it comes to your music because I know in on SoundCloud you have definitely an impressive catalog when it just comes to quality of music. You have that ear. I think one thing within that bloodline with you, DJ Prime, Cronzilla, and also Manny James. That's the whole you know tree right there. That's a musical great background. You guys have a great ear when it comes to music. I, mean, I can even see it within your videos too. You're definitely take your time when it comes to this. Do you feel that it's soulful when it comes to your music? Like it's always a good marination when it comes to just the producer background and just the recording. Nah. Stuff. All right. So in 2011 to 2012, I was on go. Right. 2015, I was like, oh, wow. I'm going to pick up the camera to see what's going on behind the scenes to see what I'm looking at because I'm not really factoring in what's really going on. Yeah. So that's why I picked up a camera and then my boy, you know, he's like, nah, go get this camera. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm trying to spend some money. I can go pay a videographer or I can just do this one time and still go pay the videographer. Like, you know what I mean? So I picked up a camera and then, you know, I, I kind of like, I feel like videography is a second form of DJing mm -hmm. in a sense, but it's more digital because of the circumstances of like what, like, like right now, like this day and age with videographers, people are like, there's, they're doing like small steps to get the, the, uh, the videos out. Like, they're like, cause big time artists usually don't be liking when, you know, they put their tags and, and certain things in their music, but there's like these, these bubbles and waves of videographers, which I wish I had started on this like in 2013, if I started on to, uh, doing videography in 2013, I probably would have been <laughs> out of here. I think I caught on to the, I think I caught on to the grasp of the wave. Yeah. And what I mean by that, I mean by, remember, yeah, rap started getting younger, right? And what I mean by that, I mean by this, the things that were trending. I didn't want to go with things that were trending. I just wanted to make music, right? Right. But when you're in the video world, you have to go with things that are necessarily what they want in the video. That's what they're paying you for. So mm. then you, you start to shift back to what's trending. You get what I mean? I get what you mean. I get what you mean. So 
all of that, when all of that started to happen, I started to realize the things that I'm doing in my videos, I know somebody that's like, like 15, 16 right now. Mm-hmm. 15, 16 right now. He just, he might not have the right camera like me, but he know what he's doing. You know what I mean? I, right. I see the threshold. And and what what I realized within that community of music, um, it changed my whole perception of like how I write, how I even technically listen to music, how I look at videos now. Mm-hmm. Like um, it it, it kind of like it slowed the the rapping part down, but I got more content out of it. Like my last, like the last video I put out was like that peso joint and um. That one right there was me literally like running away from myself. Like, you know what mm. I mean? Running away from the old me. The old me wants to assassinate the new me because of the fact that I'm changing. You understand right. what I'm saying? I understand. The normal body has to accept change, especially at the age of 30. So like right. when I was looking at the old message and stuff like that, the person that's running away is running for the bread and the other person that's trying to get that one Cause I'm trying to make sure that you don't get too close to the other side, and when that mean meaning all the negative activity that comes with it. So you know what I mean. Like at a, at a time frame, I felt like at 25, you know, fun wasn't fun anymore. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean. At at 22, it was a little bit different. You know what I mean. Yeah, it really is, and especially in your early 20s. Over the 20. When you skip over to like 26, 27, you start to get a hang in my, I, I started getting hang of myself with, with like, okay, I'm, I'm working this, you know what I mean? This is going on. And then boom, you know, my daughter gets born in 2019 and now it's like, you know, she's three years old. And, and like, you know, like when I'm sad, if I'm, if I'm sad or like, uh, uh maybe just tired, I want to hang, lay on the bed. My mm-hmm. daughter's like, you know what I mean? What's going on? Like, you know what I mean? In my face, like, just to make sure, like, she don't see me sad. She'll be like, what's wrong, that That motivate me, like, that simple. You know what I mean? It's that, it's that participation value of, like, someone else's feelings and stuff like that when it comes to, like, you know, normal life stuff. But when it came back to music, it kind of came back full-fledged where, like, I like luxury rap. I like to rap period but mm-hmm. i like to rap with more of a, a like like as you can see like a currency and stuff uh larry june these are the people i technically kind of listen to now like i'm and i'm listening to them naturally i'm not even like hey i want to listen to no nah, it just comes on so like it it kind of put me in the mind frame of like you know keeping my business up running uh still do my side jobs to keep the everything else flowing if Nine times out of ten, this is up at the same time. All of this come pocket change for me to pursue towards my dreams, whatever. You know what I mean? At right. least I'm not just trying to figure it out off of the the leg of like, you know what I mean, loving music and not having a fallback plan on like adjusting to the music. You get know what I mean? I get I definitely get what you mean on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself prestige. My partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Mate, and Easy Blues is not with us, but he's here in spirit. We got King Rocky with us on Behind the Brand. Rocky, I hope I didn't lose your train of thought, man. Continue. Yes, sir. Yo, so like, you know, I just think life, 
kind of separated at 25, 25, 26, and then it came back together at 27, 29 mm-hmm. to me. Because 27, I really didn't care. Like, I when I met Care, like, I wasn't really worried about rap. I was just, you know what I mean? Just getting by. When 19 hit, I'm more like, oh, man, I got a daughter. So, right. yeah. And then, you know, 2020, oh, now, this ain't that When you bad. said you had a daughter, everything just went into pause? Was that what you're trying to nah, say? It, it made to, me. It didn't or, even. Or the pause. drive was faster. It, it was. It wasn't even a pause. It just. It just gave me smarter thoughts mm-hmm. on how to handle things the correct way of doing things. Because at that time frame, like yeah, I could go ahead and just heat up the city and shoot a thousand videos. I just didn't really like. I seen a lot of people do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I get it. That's for they aid and stuff like that. But me right now, I'm trying to add more plates to the table. It's not only me, you know what I mean. Like, if I can show, uh, I can show the next person to do something, you know what I mean. That's worth more than money, you know what I mean. I'm with that because at the end of the day, right now, uh, uh, pretty much, it's it's all about like you know rebranding and stuff with me. Like, I'm literally trying to rebrand myself as a business and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. keep the pockets rolling, but at the same time, me being an artist, where like I have certain other people that do certain jobs for me and and I make sure that they get situated, you know what I mean, beyond the fact of financial value and stuff like that. I really I really trying to go for the gecko of like trying to build a, a, a like a movie team. Nice. I can see that happening. You know what I mean? Something, I can see that happening something that got like a, a stationary value and then we can adjust on the moving. You know what I mean? Moving things around. Because like I said, my my bread and butter is always going to be videos. Uh, you know what right. I mean? But at the same time, you know, loving music and doing music are two different things. You know what I mean? I've always loved music. Will I stop doing music? Probably not. But me trying to do something that to get the crowd's attention, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of more like people like my lifestyle already. I had to understand that, like meaning the lifestyle of me working and doing my things and just creating a, a, a perfect balance of honesty when it comes to like music. So the luxury rap and me doing certain things is all about a feeling. It is a vibe, but the vibe is supposed to come with location. Remember we were just talking about from before. We were just talking about that, yeah. In order for me to go backwards, it's more more within features. And and it's not even like going backwards. It's just me shooting for the okay of the the time being of what is what. You know what I mean? Against us, like putting a, a blueprint to the table to shoot a video because having the blueprint to shoot a video is way more efficient than just winging it but winging it is way faster like you know what i mean when it comes to like uh, uh videography doing features and, and and all that other stuff but the concept videos that's the reason why i'm trying to get more heads and and hands on the table so you know what i mean Pretty much. Let's talk more into the video business, your business, King Rocky Visions. Um, what m- made that decision for you for the directing for other people? Because I know what I remember in the past, you can correct me if I'm wrong, King Rocky, you were doing videos for yourself at first to play around and see how it was. And yep. then I see you doing videos for other artists like uh, Ruck Runa, for example, rest in peace, and a couple yes, other you know, a uh, great artist within New Haven. What made you want to direct for other people? Um, pretty much, like, 
I'm 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 around videographers, like you know right. what I mean. Um, I'm I'm around other people that do other things besides rap. Mm-hmm. So usually those kind of like factor in faster because and the scenic route of like doing things, yeah, it might take longer, but you got there. Like you know what I mean. Some people right. don't get there, but on that short uh short road. So like. With with this, I knew I was gonna go through, you know, ugly stage. You go through the ugly stage and, and eventually, you know, you figure it out. Like with me, I I I had to I had to take like ten steps back knowing I might have got somewhere at trying to do this. Mm-hmm. But being around certain uh, uh locations and people and stuff like that, it changes the whole perception of like, you know what I mean, how to get a dollar and and, and not taking away the love from it, you know what I mean? Like, cause I like, I actually like love uh, videography, you know what I mean? Um, I was never a photography guy, but like all my friends that made beats or something, they always picked up a camera some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. Is it hard uh, trying to find someone else's vision and put it on video when it comes well, to directing? When it's, when it's laid down, when it's laid down time by time, I think as long as we able to shoot mm-hmm. the realistic value of what you have with the right props, we can get the job done. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have and no doubts with that. Any problems with temperature or anything when it comes to shooting? Oh yeah, you're always gonna have that. Um, <laughs> I, that's why I said, like, in, in, speaking of shooting, um, I used to, I had to film a basketball game. Oh, and my wow. camera doesn't have the fan in it. So, like, when I got towards the end, I had to learn how to, like, keep my uh, my camera, like, cool. And 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 I'm talking about, because my camera is a sitting camera, but, but them, them games be, like, an hour, 45 to two hours. Yeah. But you're recording straight. Sometimes even longer. And longer, yeah. yeah. And even if you do record at a lower... Uh, Great, it still heats up the camera and it doesn't, it wouldn't even matter, man. <laughs> I've been through it. You gotta go do your trials and errors, man, and, and face them. <laughs> Don't run away from them, you know? Like, you'll never get nowhere if you run away. Now, when it comes to shoot, when it comes to uh, just shooting all these videos and all these pieces just for different other people and entertainers, um, do you normally have one camera or is it multiple? Depends on the, it depends on the gig. Right. It depends on the gig. If, if, like, you know, with me, it definitely depends on the gig. Like, if I know I got to fly a drone and shoot on ground all day, I got an automatic two, maybe three. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it all depends on, you know what I mean, whatever uh, whatever the, the artist is pretty much doing. Because drone shots is definitely uh, good in certain scenes. And some, it might look overrated where it don't even need to be there. It's just there. You know what I mean? So when you had, I like adding more people. So one person can control the light, one person can control the music, and one person can control the background of what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that type of stuff, yeah. I definitely want, um, or not even want, but that's the direction I'm trying to go. What have been some of your favorite projects you have filmed? One of my favorite projects I have filmed it was it's a couple because like if we go by videos it's one thing but like some some of these videos they were like prequels you know free my boy mac millie and stuff like that he uh 
he had he kind of had it that way too. Um, but like favorites right now are my one are my freehand shots. The freehand shots. Uh, uh, I got a uh, what's that dude name? Uh, TK Dre and Lil Grizzy. I shot a video in Ansonia and. It was in a like a showcase of the way it looked and stuff, but the way mm -hmm. the video came out was phenomenal because, you know, uh, they were thinking that we didn't we needed light, and then when they seen it, they was like, "Yo, let's go!" And I was like, "I've been told y'all," you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like let me be the camera guy. That's mm -hmm. I like that type of stuff because like I literally went in there. Yeah, it was it was it had a. Uh, had like a back way where like everybody was in in the back. They were kind of smoking on hookah and stuff like that. So I was getting a lot of B roll, uh, uh, you know, pretty much like, yo. They even had like, like this couch, and people were sitting on top of the couch on oh, top Lord. of the couch. Oh my goodness! Yeah, just to get in the video. So like you know. <laughs> I think that night was kind of hype and everybody was on key. We're like, you know, all of that struggling on trying to figure things out and move with your equipment, your right. expensive equipment, you know what I mean? That was the best night. Yeah, so Tell definitely. No, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. No, nah, yeah. So, yeah, man, definitely shout out to TK Dre and Lil Grizzy. Uh, they definitely uh, gave me a good, a good old video. That that I'm forever more thankful for them even coming to me because like they got to see the freelance style of me shooting without the gimbal and stuff like that. And I believe it came out better than me doing the gimbal thing. <laughs> so tell our audience the importance of B-roll. The importance of B-roll makes everything. You can make a whole video with B-roll with no means. Mm. That's all important. It's so important. It, it it doesn't even depend. You have to just get some B-roll. Better, a videographer told me, it's better to have more than be left with none. Meaning, shoot more and, and you know what I mean? Don't be shooting bare minimum. And you know what I mean? You'll be able to uh, look at the, the footage and actually know time by time where it goes. Will we see so any it's all about shooting accordingly. True. Will we see any King Rocky shows in the foreseeable future? Well, right now, right now, um, I have shout out to y'all as a podcast. I'm getting ready to drop a project. I'm, I'm gonna end up uh, y'all uh, er nine five. He he's from um bars on five and stuff mm -hmm. like that. We pretty much under him under the wing. Nice. We made a we made a company called Brand Culture Media. That's pretty much this in the background right now. Um. We end up making like uh you know clothing. That's George Young, Mike Speeder. We we're, uh, business partners and stuff like that. Shout out to them. Oh, and you said clothing. You're fun. doing clothing. Uh -huh. I didn't mean to interrupt, but that caught that just put a light bulb on my head. You're gonna do clothing. Well, this is the clothing. Oh wow! This is just an icon. Yeah, and then um that's you awesome, know, man. Uh, yeah, we got we got clothing. He he's supposed to have some uh. We were supposed to do some sneakers, that special edition joints. Mm -hmm. That right there was going to be dope because when we add that camera work to it, it's going to be fire. 
But yeah, we uh we end up forming a group called Brand Culture Media, which was more based out of the business business aspect of it, like um doing the clothing and stuff. If you uh if you know George Young, everything that he does it still follows under his line. Mm-hmm. So, and um yeah, like it's lit. Like all of that, like especially when it comes to like last minute um like shows like yesterday was the last minute show. This is shout out to Don Legend. This is this this is John right here. Mm-hmm. This, this is like for the uh I guess for the uh for the party, so I had to wear this shirt. <laughs> so you know, um yeah, it's a bunch of businesses floating around. But like I said, my my situation is always gonna be videography. Right. Like with with me doing music and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I'm pretty I'm pretty much incorporating it in a different way, in a more mature way, where it's not like, you know how it is, it's like you're beating people's air off and stuff like that. So, <laughs> you know how that go. You want to step? You're still gonna do it, or you're stepping more into the video realm? That, that's what you're trying to say. Well, this the thing. Yes, I I've had all right. RP Rug Ruiner. I have about seven projects that are unreleased mm-hmm. um i end up moving things around and stuff like that and i kind of like it's not in that mood of when i made that music if you understand what i'm saying so i end up revising it like three four times on top of the other songs that i have so within the next three weeks i'm going to try to because i had the cover made already so i'm getting ready to get a remix uh, of the cover made and I'm gonna be dropping a five track EP of the Audio Surgery Three, and then because it's gonna be a prequel, like, and then I'm dropping Audio Surgery Three. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna have a teaser out, and I'm getting ready to shoot later this week for something. So eventually, that's gonna be coming out soon. I actually have about four videos that I have to finish. So uh... you know, within those, I'm not really worried because I, I wanted to pile up. And I got a couple of features. It's in the same boat, same way. And I want them to pile up. So when they when they promote, I can show I can show how people uh actually like promote their actual YouTube links to their music because everybody want to share all day, but they don't really be doing that. You know, that's where I'm at. Tell me about your recent visit to Atlanta. What did you learn? Just uh, videography rise, just the whole scene there because it's a really uplifting scene, especially when it comes to independent brands. Well, Atlanta is definitely uh, independent out there, so that's mm-hmm. why it is scattered. But it's so scattered, it's LinkedIn. Wow. I just feel like, you know, like even, you know, pretty much uh, my baby mom, she's uh, her, her family is in Atlanta and stuff like that. So oh, okay. The culture out there is so, if I move down there, it's the same thing like picking up a camera. If I moved down there at a certain different time, I might have probably hit that error. I didn't know I was at the wrong regional side of the. You get what I'm saying? I get it. Because you, you got to understand, it's it's more to to the to the music. So, yeah. What's one thing from the independent scene? Well, the independent scene, if I can barely speak, you know, because I'm with my words um, in Connecticut, that you think is missing, and also what a part of the independent music scene has gotten better within the last 10 years? Um, well, first, well, on an improvement, it's always going to be about unity to me. Right. 
It's always going to be about unity to me because you also got to realize everybody's schedule is not the same. And it's hard to get people in there. And then it's always, you know, it's always something. And you can't really necessarily blame the artist for it because the consumers are the ones that can easily put it together. Mm. Like a maze. Consumers usually just take and leave. You know what I mean? Pay for something and leave. So if they want something, they got to say it for it to happen. Usually, you know, if, if teaming up and doing things and features and stuff like that, it does matter, but you also got to realize that you matter on doing your music. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have music on top of that, too. So I get what you're saying, especially when it comes to consumer, because it takes, like, what, what, good, what, three to ten seconds to get somebody's attention? And if they're not yep. really, like, hooked and then right after off that, the bat, they, they, I'm over it. Yeah. And it's really crazy, especially when it comes to here in Connecticut, New Haven, there's so many talented people within just this one city alone. It's crazy. But like from what I'm seeing, just from my point of view, Rocky, I'm seeing a lot of artists just being an observer, you know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Just a lot of artists just working with each other, just building with each other. I feel we'll probably will see within our generation. Do you agree? with this whole unity concept when it comes to Connecticut? Could you see so many people just working together as of right now? It can, it, it's po anything's possible with that type of stuff. Listen, right. the right person say the right words, we all be together in a heartbeat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when I'm, I'm saying that in a broad statement anyway. So real right. broad because like, you know, it's, it's usually the consumer. No matter if the guy is a fan, he's a consumer. Mm -hmm. So he's going to, if he say something and you guys to do that, some, somebody's going to do something. And, and I, I feel like that's the first step of unity anyway. So pretty much it is it, pretty much this whole situation, it is what it is. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I, like I wish better, I wish better for the circumstances, but... You can't really, like, you know, people really have lives. And uh, the degree of who's important, it, it, it kind of begs away because it shouldn't never be like that because it gets selected. And usually the people that's within town are not, that, that are selective, they're pretty much like, <clears throat> they're pretty much like, pretty much like indecisive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Towards, the, towards their own. So, like. You gotta realize a stranger will support you faster than you know person you know already. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Um, speaking of strangers, um, what are some artists um that you that you look forward to work with soon that you haven't worked with before? Uh, when it comes to the videography. To be honest with you, anybody. Mm -hmm. I, I want to make good music. Like that's where I'm at right now. Like. I I really don't have a, a solid type type five because I could go local, B list, A list, and they all will have their own slots. Right. So my best bet for me right now, I love music for where it's going and how it's going there because some people left the torch open for other people to burn it the right way. You know what I mean? They might have did that thinking that was for the, the cause, but you know what I mean? Marathon still continues. And we still continue here on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, with the great King Rocky, 
always giving everybody selective, um, not selective, but quality entertainment, quality music, definitely doing the video thing, being a great father to his kid. Um, will I get a project with you and Cronzilla? Will, is it going to be a reunion in the foreseeable future with you two? Uh, eventually. I just got to make the time to be over there. <laughs> I know he, he, he definitely be hating me. And then he'll pull up over here at the school, and then we can take it from there. You two are definitely um, busy individuals. Um, funny, funny individuals too. When you get together too, I mean, and I mean, if, when I'm with, when I see you two in the studio, it's a great experience, and it's crazy because I think it's something that's not taught. Um, every time I see either you or Cronzilla. And just anybody just within that click, just make a beat. It happens within like four to like 10 minutes. It's the craziest thing I ever seen. Like you start playing with the keyboards, like, like you're looking at it. I see the face, it's zoned out because you're completely in your zone. And <laughs> within those like four to 10 minutes, a masterpiece comes out. Like, I don't know how that organically happens. Like, I don't know what's going on into your guys. Hey, can you just give me a little bit of limelight inside that? Well, it's all about the creative process. So, like, yeah. all that stuff, like I said, crying a little more. Man. He, 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 be, he be tapping them keys, man. <laughs> so, I ain't messing with crying, but, like, yeah, definitely, you know. I'm all about bringing all the sauce to the, in the flavors, man. Just make these ribs right. Come back here <laughs> with these ribs half cooked. You know what I mean? It's easy to make some beats. Like, sometimes, you know, you just got to get them out. And True. another thing, too, we can beats that's uh, only directly according to us. And we don't be making beats where, like, they, somebody might like that. Mm. So. That, that. That's a good way to say it. Um, we're, we're about to close out into the show very soon. Um, any advice that you want to give uh, to someone uh, who wants to go into your path um, a similar way? Uh, don't stop. Yeah, don't stop. Figure out your flaws. Make sure you can eliminate them three at a time or something. Uh, <laughs> like, like, what I mean by that, because, you know, jack of all trees, master at none. Just make yourself a master at something. People right. keep forgetting about that part. But, yeah, it is what it is. It, it just got to definitely... Definitely uh, tighten up on your responsibilities on how you want to record. If you got a home studio or if you go to the studio, this is a money game and you got to play it. It's a game of chess? Yeah, you got to play it. So. Definitely. And just last, but we always go out with, um, just please give your social media and also anything coming up within your brand or anything, you know, any events that you're going to be a part of. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh Shout out to everybody. Shout out to uh, Bird Culture Media. Y'all is a podcast. Shout out to Verbal Cant. Um, shout out to Cannon. Shout out to Don Legend. We're in the shirt. Uh, pretty much, like I said, uh, my initial drop date supposed to be like two months ago because I rearranged RP Ruck. Uh, I ended up making a whole nother project out of that. So. I'm pretty much in revision mode and I'm going to, within the next two weeks, have a due date and then I will let people know. Cause I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop uh, 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 EP mm -hmm. and then shoot them immediately. 
and that's how I'm gonna be moving. I probably drop. I'm gonna drop projects like less and less and less. Yeah, man. Like shout out to everybody that's watch. Well, will be watching, and in the uh, pretty much in the future, because this right here, I'm gonna be definitely sharing ASAP and stuff like that. Um, shout out to uh, uh, my my camera guy, Larry Love. Shout out to Cronzilla. Shout out to the whole swing mob. Uh, the list goes on. <laughs> Rocky, thank you for being part of Behind the Brand, man. We do appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On WNHH LP 103.5 FM, you hate it. Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know